I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy O. And your girl Rocky. What's good? Hey, everybody. I hope you're having a beautiful spring morning. It is Easter Sunday, but we are not Christian, so it's another beautiful <laughs> morning. But if, you know, and then, although I didn't say I was going to talk about this, but it's all good. It's just like spring and rebirth and rejuvenation and stuff. Um, so I'm welcoming that. Yes. For those New beginnings. Of, for those of you who are with other people, family, community, just celebrate your black people. Come together. Eat some good food. Mm, eat some good food. <laughs> Have a beautiful day being black in America. <laughs> yeah. Try to. <laughs> try to we get we get some days yeah <laughs> today is one of those days today's gotta be one of those days right <laughs> and speaking of being black in america <laughs> uh today's episode is going to be about hbcus brought to you by actually they're not doing so hot they couldn't afford us <laughs> <laughs> but um we're gonna talk about it <laughs> right 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 we're gonna get into it <laughs> So first, for some of you who may not know, and yeah, I'm talking to you black people, damn West Coast, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's a foreign concept out here. Right? So for those of you who don't know, HBCU stands for Historically Black College or University. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, what makes HBCUs special and different than a predominantly black institution, a PBI, is that... An HBCU is a school that had to be founded prior to 1964, which was the Civil Rights Act, ending school segregation. Um, Quote, unquote. Well, actually, the Board of Brown versus Board. Well, I don't know if that was like, that might have been like secondary education, not college. Mm. Civil Rights Act was like across the board. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, so the school had to be founded prior to 1964 in like the main like the main purpose of it was to educate either freed slaves, free blacks, just black people in America. And uh, Hampton's campus, uh, natives as well, got oh, their education. Out. Although we can talk about that because there's some history to that too. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Um, so yeah, that's the HBCU. Okay. So... And I think the reason a lot of people on the West Coast don't know about HBCUs is because they're Most mainly, <laughs> yeah, they're mainly in the South and back East. Yeah. So that's unfortunate, but you still need to know about it. Like, what you doing, parents? Why you ain't teaching your kids? They don't know about it either. Grandparents who moved from the South, you knew about it. Maybe, maybe not. A lot of people moved from Texas and Louisiana. They had HBCUs sure. in Louisiana and Texas. Yeah, but they might not have been well known. Well, that's why we're going to read some off. <laughs> <laughs> Learn your HBCUs. Travel. Be around your black people. And anybody... No, she got we, the whole list we, out, y'all. We're going to talk about it later, about the importance of HBCUs. I'm going to come back to it. Trust. <laughs> but here's the list. So this is a list, um, and this is on uh, Niche. <laughs> niche.com <laughs> it's a list of hbcu schools in america this is a list of 104 historically black colleges and universities she's gonna america. go through all 104 go alabama oh wait 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 um i don't know if all of them are still operational because we have yeah, been no, hearing some of, of them have, yeah have been closing down uh, morris brown yeah so about that back though I don't, I don't know. I actually don't know the status. So I, I don't know the status. Somebody let me know. Yeah, I don't know the status. But here are what they were. <laughs> Alabama A&M University in Huntsville, Alabama. Alabama State University. Are you really about to go through all of them? Oh, yeah. Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> Alabany well, State University. Well, I would just sit back here and sip on some water, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> Alabany State University in Alabany, uh, Georgia. Alcorn State University. Um, what? Is that Mississippi or Missouri? 
Um, Mississippi. Whatever, it's in MS. <laughs> it, the state that's the acronym MS. <laughs> then what's Missouri, am I? I think so, which makes no sense, right? No, kind of makes sense, but. Ooh, pause. You know how my mom remembered how to spell Mississippi? The SSIs? See, I spelled it M I S S I S S I P P I. My mom spelled it. Mind you, my mom was born in North Carolina, y'all. She spelled it M I crooked letter, crooked letter, I crooked letter, crooked letter, I humpback, humpback, I. Love my mama, though. Yeah. You know what's funny? What? People used to stress, like, you gotta know how to spell Mississippi. And, like, now nobody talks about Mississippi. It's, it's like the forgotten state. Google, though. Like, I don't, I didn't Google it. Yeah, it's also like the forgotten state and the poorest state in freaking country. Mississippi and Alabama. Ain't nobody talking about them. And nobody talks about the flyover states either. Yeah. That's the Midwest. <laughs> Anyways, back to my list. Because I've barely gotten started. Oh, yeah. I'm back to this word. This is going to take a while. <laughs> Allen University in Columbia, South Carolina. American Baptist College in Nashville, Tennessee. Arkansas Baptist College, Little Rock, Arkansas. Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. Bennett College for Women, Greensboro, North Carolina. Bethune-Cookman University, Daytona Beach, Florida. Bishop State Community College, Mobile, Alabama. Bluefield State College, Bluefield, West Virginia. Bowie State University, shout out to my niece who went there. She's an alum, Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> Central State University, Wilberforce, Ohio. Wilberforce. That's a name for a town, isn't it? Wilberforce. Wilberforce. Uh, Cheney University of Pennsylvania, which is in Thornberry Township, Pennsylvania. Claflin University, Orangeburg, South Carolina. Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta, Georgia. Clinton Junior College, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Cahoma Community College, Clarksdale. It's the MS one, either Mississippi or Missouri. Um, I should look it up. Look it up. Why are you waiting? Wait, what? What's the MS? Is it Missouri or oh, Mississippi? Okay. Um, now, just FYI, some of these, even though I've attended an HBCU, I'm well aware of other HBCU grads. Some of these I ain't never fucking heard of, like Cahoma Community College. Um, Concordia College, oh, Alabama, is in Selma, Alabama. Uh, Coppin State University, which is in Baltimore, Maryland. Delaware State University, which is in Dover, Delaware. Yep, Mississippi, MS. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, Denmark Technical College in Denmark, South Carolina. The Dil- fact that Mississippi still got the goddamn uh, Confederate flag and they flag is upsetting, but whatever. It's Mississippi. Which is why they're the Look poorest up Alabama. state. <laughs> poorest fucking state. You wonder why. Dillard University in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, Edward Waters College in Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. Elizabeth City State University in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. These flags are trash. <laughs> Fayetteville State University, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Fisk University. Fayetteville. That's where uh, J. Cole's from. Oh, I didn't know. Fisk University in Nashville, Tennessee. Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida, otherwise known as FAMU. Florida Memorial University in Miami Gardens, Florida. Fort Valley State University in Fort Valley, Georgia. Gadsden State Community College, Gadsden, Alabama. Yo, I didn't know we had community colleges. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I would have went to one of them. Sometimes. It's Sometimes. It's real. Right. Uh, Grambling State University in Grambling, Louisiana. H. Council Trenholm State Technical College in Montgomery, Alabama. Hey, Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia. <laughs> Harris Stow State University in St. Louis. Oh, that's Missouri. M.O. St. Louis is in Missouri. Mm-hmm. So what is M.O.? Hmm. Michigan? Maybe. <laughs> Probably is. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yep, there it is. Uh, Howard University in Washington, D.C., DMV. Uh, Huston Tillotson University, Austin, Texas. 
Um, Interdenominational Theological Center in Atlanta, Georgia. J.F. Drake State Technical College, Huntsville, Alabama. Jackson State University, Jackson, Mississippi. Jarvis Christian College, Hawkins, Texas. Johnson C. Smith University, Charlotte, North Carolina. Kentucky State University, Frankfort, Kentucky. Lane College in Jackson, Tennessee. Langston University in Langston, Oklahoma. Lawson State Community College, Birmingham in Birmingham, Alabama. Lemoyne Owen College, Memphis, Tennessee. Lincoln University, Missouri in Jefferson City, Missouri. Lincoln University, Pennsylvania in Lower Oxford Township, Pennsylvania. What's up with these townships in PA? Uh, Livingston College, Salisbury, North Carolina. Meharry Medical College, Nashville, Tennessee. Miles College, Fairfield, Alabama. Mississippi Valley State University. Itta bitta. <laughs> How do you say that? Yeah, that sounds right. I it, guess. It had been up. <laughs> Mississippi. Mississippi, See, Mississippi Valley State University. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that Mississippi is. Be on that, that other shit. Yeah. Uh, Morehouse College, Atlanta, Georgia. Morehouse School of Medicine, Atlanta, Georgia. Morgan State University, Baltimore, Maryland. Morris College, Sumter, South Carolina. Norfolk State University, Norfolk, Virginia. North Carolina A&T State University, Greensboro, North Carolina. North Carolina Central University, Durham, North Carolina. Um, Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. Payne College, Augusta, Georgia. Paul Quinn College, Dallas, Texas. Philander Smith College, Little Rock, Arkansas. Prairie View A&M University in Prairie View, Texas. Russ College, Holly Springs, Mississippi. St. Augustine's University in Raleigh, North Carolina. Savannah State University in Savannah, Georgia. Selma University in Selma, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama, Shaw University in Raleigh, um, Raleigh, North Carolina, Shelton State Community College in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Because I never know. that was a name. That look at that shit. That was a name, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I've heard. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shorter College in North Little Rock, Arkansas, Simmons College, Kentucky, and Louis, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. South Carolina State University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Southern University in A&M College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Southern University in New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana. Southern University of Shreveport. All right, Shreveport, Louisiana. Southwestern Christian College, Terrell, Texas. Spelman College, Atlanta, Georgia. Damn, yo. So, mind you, this list is giving them grades. The only one so far that I've seen that has an A is Spelman. <laughs> Like, even Hampton and Howard got B's. Like, shit, y'all. Anyways, Spellman's in Atlanta. St. Phillips College in San Antonio, Texas. Stillman College in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Talladega College in Talladega, Alabama. Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee. Texas College, Tyler, Texas. Texas Southern University in Houston, Texas. Tougaloo College in Jackson, Mississippi. Tuskegee University in Tuskegee, Alabama. University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. University of Maryland Eastern Shore, Princess Anne, Maryland. University of District of Columbia, Washington, D.C. University of the Virgin Islands, Charlotte, Amelie, Virgin Islands. Virginia State University, Petersburg, Virginia. Virginia Union University, Richmond, Virginia. Virginia University of Lynchburg, Lynchburg, Virginia. Voorhees College in Denmark, South Carolina. West Virginia State University in Dunbar, West Virginia. Wilberforce University, didn't I say that? Wilberforce, Ohio. Wiley College, Marshall, Texas. Winston-Salem State University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And Xavier University of Louisiana in New Orleans, Louisiana. Woo! Are you done? I'm done. Okay. I was almost done my water. <laughs> so as you can see, most of the HBCUs reside in the South. <laughs> the South. We got DC, Maryland, North Carolina. Well, yeah, DC, Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, <laughs> Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, Louisiana, and some in Florida. Yeah, Texas. So pretty much, starting with DC, all the southern. Oh, Tennessee, Tennessee, Missouri. Ohio. Okay, it's extending a little bit west. That's as far as it went, though, for real. Yeah. Kentucky. I wish there was one in Cali. Kentucky. I think there might be, like, one. It ain't on his list. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess it don't exist anymore. So, pretty much, like, no, no more north than D.C. I don't know where, like, Ohio and Kentucky are north-wise, but, like, 
on the east coast from where they are. Yeah, still around. But pretty much the south. The Bible Belt. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. So of all of those wonderful HBCUs, we came up with something called the Black Ivy League. Mm-hmm. Cause you know they have the Ivy League. What's the fucking the definition? Black Ivy Leagues ain't doing so well. I know. We gonna get that. They're not. <laughs> but let's let's look up what the actual Ivy League was. The Ivy League is a collegiate athletic conference comprising sports teams from eight private universities in the northeastern United States. So this ain't even have to do with academics. No, they they that was a marketing thing. Like so they could get the most competitive, not only athletes but also the most competitive in academia so they can get funding. But that's like some fucked up shit. Because I only know it in relation to the academia. Yeah, that's why it was a good marketing thing, uh, scheme. It's great. Works to this day. And them bitches are like Brown, mm-hmm. Harvard, Harvard, Yale, Yale, Princeton, Princeton, Columbia, Columbia. Cornell, Cornell. Dartmouth, Dartmouth. Penn, all basically like, what's what's the thing? New England. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. So, because remind you, this has been starting. The um, HBCUs have been starting since slavery, so we weren't getting into the Ivy League. No, <laughs> they weren't allowing us in. It was an all white boys club. Exactly. Women, I don't even know if women were able to go into. Ah, uh, they had their issues too. Until like, I don't know what year, but yeah, it was a while. <laughs> I don't know. So literally all white boys club. We um had to do no, I, I want oldest HBCU. Cause then I because I had said since slavery, so I wanted to know the oldest HBCU. Mm-hmm. So the oldest HBCU is Cheney University of Pennsylvania. Cheney was founded in eighteen thirty seven. Slavery wasn't over until 18... Well, technically, with the proclamation mm. of emancipation was 1863. But 1865 was when... Or was it, was it 1864? No, it was 1865 when the Civil War was over, right? Around that. Whatever. Yeah, around but that. this is sure like 1837, y'all. 20-plus years before slavery was over. It's crazy. So anyways... We had to create our own Ivy League. So what does that Ivy League look like? Well, I have mine, and then Wikipedia has theirs. (laughs) (laughs) So in my black Ivy League, it was Spelman and Morehouse. Uh Uh-huh. Howard and Hampton. Yep, pretty much it. That was my four black Ivy League schools. They put a FAMU in there sometimes. Um, Not on Wikipedia. They have, so they have the four that I mentioned. They also have Fisk University, mm. Tuskegee University. I don't know. Google it. <laughs> I think she and then Dillard University. But, um. Dillard, where is that? I think that's in. Louisiana, yeah. Okay. That's in Louisiana. Um, some people put Clark Atlanta in there. I don't know about that, <laughs> but, um, FAMU is nice. And so it was like Bethune Cookman and North Bethune Car- Cookman whoop our ass in football every year. Yo, they're banned alone. Jesus. Every year. Like they had 30 tubas, but, um, North Carolina ANC is good. Oh, my boy, Jerry went there. Shout out to my boy, yeah. Jerry. And I know somebody who went to North Carolina Central. So... A&T, I remember when I went to visit. That shit was fun. Y'all, <laughs> y'all. Shout out to A&T. Y'all right. live out there. Mm-hmm. Appreciate y'all. Uh, but yeah, so for me, I had to go to a black, because mind you, I went to a predominantly white. Oh, that's another thing. So you got HBCUs, historically black college and university. You got PBIs, predominantly black institutions. So schools that are predominantly black, but were founded after 1964. And then you have predominantly white institutions which is basically everything else, but we do have some predominantly Latino schools on the Yo. West Coast, but they don't have a name yet. So, oh, they don't? Oh. yeah, no. This, I got hype. I got real excited. I mean, there are, on um, yeah, I think like Fresno State, like some are like, well, I mean, a lot of Latinos out here, so. Yeah, that's what I like. Sometimes it's, it. it's yeah, predominantly. But anyways, 
So I went to majority white schools from um, fifth grade to graduation. How unfortunate for you. Yeah. Well, mind you, when I, because I went to, I lived in a very diverse area, very multicultural, um, very metropolitan, uh, where we had all, everybody in my class. I knew everybody of different ethnicities. And then we moved to a white town in the country. So when I walked in in fifth grade and I sat down and the bell rung, I said, oh, no, <laughs> it was all white people in my class. And I was like, well, what, let me wait till lunch. You know, they got more classes in lunch. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided right then and there that I must attend HBCU after graduation. <laughs> My story is a lot less complicated. What was your story? Uh, so I grew up going to majority, majority minority <laughs> <laughs> schools. So I went to Chad school, obviously mostly black there. Chad school was all about being intentionally and unapologetically yes. about uh, your African roots. Yeah. Exploring those. I remember us celebrating Kwanzaa, the school celebrating Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Us celebrating Black History Month every day. Um, it was dope. It was dope. I got to know about black artists. That's how I really like shed like, there was a time, actually a period in time where I was like really into rock and roll and Elvis. Really? I liked this movie. When I was like, like I liked this music back when I was Really small, like around four or five-ish, oh, wow. right? Um, but then I started going to Chad, and mm -hmm. I realized, you know, he took all the music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So now I started exploring other black artists, and that's where I really got into R&B for real. Mm -hmm. um, I got into, like, those old Temptation songs. And all hey. that. So that's really my introduction to that was because of Chad. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. shout out to Chad. Then after that, I went to uh, St. Benedict's, which actually was a Catholic school, technically. Um, but... Mostly they got kids out from the hood, from Newark. <laughs> so everybody from the surrounding areas, Newark, from Irvington, Ivy Hill. Shout out to Ivy Hill, baby. <laughs> oh, man, y'all almost got me homesick. Almost. <laughs> uh, all the all the surrounding areas, you know, Maplewood, all that. We were out there, and, like, all the people from, from the hood, basically, from those rough parts of those cities or towns came collectively into <laughs> Benedict. So, so it was a dope. Opportunity and then some of the rich kids, you know, because they had good soccer program, good basketball program, mm -hmm. so you had some of the rich kids coming in. So that's what I think the Ivy Leagues, like I was talking about the Ivy Leagues, mm -hmm. that's how it could have been used to mm -hmm. get all the talent, but they segregated yeah. based on race. So mm -hmm. you only got talented white boys, quote unquote, mm -hmm. and then you know, they dwindled after that. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then when it was time to go to college, I, I, I was influenced by an uh, ex girlfriend of mine. Mm. Um, to check out Hampton, I did. I saw the, you know, online brochures and everything else like that. And I'm like, okay, this looks pretty dope. And then a representative came from Hampton mm -hmm. to Benedict's and was oh, trying wow. to recruit some of us. Wow, really? Yeah, because she was like, yeah, we're trying to get some black men down there. Mm -hmm. And we was talking about everything. And yeah, so that, that pretty much was like, once she came in and explained like what mm -hmm. they could do, uh, what programs they had, I was really, you know, thinking about being on a drum line at this point so you know i was all about the force at this point hey which is the name of hampton's band yes the all about force. the force mm -hmm. um that died down pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to them you know still doing their things still trying to represent for yeah they creation. were just in battle of the bands yeah yeah they're still mm -hmm. doing their um so yeah that's how i got there um it wasn't really a reaction to <laughs> extreme mm. whiteness <laughs> oh no i was like i'm about to be here for eight years i'm gonna need some of my blackness back <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh, yeah fortunately for me you know i had my shit intact still mm -hmm. uh, i just got really influenced by wanting to continue to do that mm -hmm. so my shakeup actually happened on the other end when i went to a pwi at northwestern for grad school mm. and i've talked about that before mm -hmm. on the podcast See, I don't even know where I learned of HBCUs because you're talking about like learning about black culture and black history. Like, even though I was in that white environment, my household was still very much black. Mm -hmm. Like, my parents, they're, you know, they're older, so they were playing 
like the Temptations and they were playing Earth, Wind and Fire and they were like playing the older shit. Sorry, I'm over here snapping like I, that. <laughs> um, so I had like the music and then like during Christmas, my dad played like black Christmas songs. We had Black Santa in my house, y'all. Oh yeah, you remember, you know you know that episode. Yeah. Where we played all them jams. Oh yeah, check out that episode. <laughs> I think it's uh, This Christmas, Yours, Mine and Ours. Check that out. Mm-hmm. We combined, we made a actually pretty good playlist. It was, it was a good playlist. Mm-hmm. Um... And then I had, I went to, we uh, went to, because my dad worked in Baltimore, and they had this black bookstore in the mall there. It was called Caribou Books. It has since closed down, unfortunately. Of course. But that's where Ugh. I went, that's where I went for my books. And it had black authors, it had black characters, so it was very much black in that regard. Black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. All, mind you, I grew up in the 90s. All the TV shows we watched were black. <laughs> like, yeah, there was very happen. few that was predominantly white cats. So. Seinfeld. We ain't watch that shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, turn that shit on. <laughs> we ain't watch that shit. But, um, but yeah. No offense to all the black people who like Seinfeld. I know they're actually a decent amount of them. Oh, are they? Yeah. I've not watched a single episode. So, yeah. Um, but so, so still very much black in my household. But my parents were not college educated. My dad, he took like a semester at George Washington University. But um, they had my sister. So he dropped out. So they weren't college educated. Even though my dad was reading all the time. Yo, same he, thing with my pops. Yeah, he, wa- he wasn't Smart college educated. So I don't know how I learned about an HBCU, especially in 10th, I mean, at 10 years old, when I decided I was going to go to one. I don't, I don't know how I, maybe from shows, I don't, a different world was happening, but I didn't really watch it when I was young. Yeah, I watched that. Um, I know other people did, because it came Maybe out, the Cosby like, show, though? I watched more of that. Maybe I didn't watch that. I watched, um... For me, I watched the Fresh Prince, and they was, I don't know if you know, they always oh, repped. And Martin, and Martin, too. Yeah, they always, they always repped, repped HBCUs. HBCUs. So maybe I got it from that, because otherwise I'm like, it, it was not explicitly said in my house. So I'm like, how did I learn about it? I feel like there was an episode of one uh, show that actually talked about HBCUs. Uh, sure. well, no, there was an episode in a different world of why Whitley chose a yeah, yeah, I remember, but that. I didn't, but my, I didn't watch that until when, when I got yeah. accepted to Hampton. My parents got me the DVD collection of a different world, which was sweet because I, I hadn't watched the complete season and I definitely loved it. Yeah, I never watched the whole complete season until like it was on Netflix. Yeah, I binge watched that, shit. <laughs> yeah, but I um, a lot of episodes, but yeah, I think Martin definitely was repping HBCUs, Cosby mm-hmm. Show, they was repping the HBCUs. So those black shows that I was watching had that representation. So I, th- I think I found out about it. Also, hmm. we had a wave like right into <gasps> go ahead <laughs> right, in, <laughs> right into like middle school days mm-hmm. with Drumline. Oh, and then oh going yeah, into that, we had Stomp, Stomp the Yard. Yeah. You know, so we had a couple of other stuff uh-huh. where it was like focusing on that. And I know for me. Drumline, obviously. Oh, I was huge. I was, on me. Well, no, I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be one of the dancers Shit. in the band. Yeah. I was like, look, I'm going to give me one of them dancers. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to be just like Nick Cannon. I'm going to give me one of them. I, I had a whole thing planned out. Oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, that's very true. So there was another wave of, yeah, like, yeah. especially when we were about to go into college. Exactly. I think Stop the Yard came out like, Oh seven, high school, yeah. Oh seven, so we were like what? Oh, I was like a junior, and I was, I was a like sophomore a, probably. I might have been younger than that because my brother graduated in oh eight, so he was a senior oh eight, so I must have been a sophomore then. Yeah, oh maybe. A so you were a freshman yeah. when Stop the Yard came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know mm-hmm. stuff like that definitely influences. But also in my high school, now mind you, yeah, I went to a white high school, but. 30 minutes down the road, there was more black people, whereas where my niece went to school. And I was very much associated with her school. I ran track, so I was associated with the other black kids in the other surrounding schools. And then we went to a church that everybody in the, the community went to. Because mind you, we lived in a fucking, fucking white area. So if you was black, you went to that church. But th- <laughs> through that church, they went to um, high school day at Hampton. So we took a bus trip. We took that four-hour bus trip from Frederick, Maryland to Hampton, Virginia. Mm. 
and we went to Hamptons High School Day, where they had high schoolers Yo, from around high school the day. nation. That'll get you in there. Come, yeah, and they put on the they, biggest the front. The biggest front after I accepted and got there. The biggest front. They got and it. shit. Yo, the, the, like, like the days leading up to high school day when you're uh, already in yeah. on campus. You be like, this is the motherfucking swindle. You don't swindle. do this any other time. The fucking swindle. Y'all got the motherfucking landscapers right, out. Right, right. Putting flowers up. Exactly. Decorating, got exactly. bulbs and shit. Like, lighting up certain parts. I'm like, what, is, what the fuck is this shit? Right. Got fucking choirs ready to sing. Serenading motherfuckers as they walk through the fucking They gym. was painting the TV room. And I'm like, y'all like, bitches oh, ain't give a shit Hampton. about this. <laughs> like, what kind of shit is this? Goddamn choir. Like, yo, they really sell you the dream. So, I bought into it. On high school day. <laughs> I they bought into sell it. You that I much. bought into it. And then, like, to show how much I was ready to go. Now, mind you, I went to white school. So the year yeah, he was ready to be out. The year that the year before I was going, so it was my senior year of high school. Um, that's when the the um, the white girl won. Oh Ms. yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. Hampton. Mm-hmm. Is it Miss Hampton? Yeah, yeah. So, and there was like an uproar about that. But I barely remember that shit. But girl. my vice principal. Print, or she cut out the article from the newspaper and put it on my desk because I was working in the office and put it on my desk to kind of say, like, this is the school that you're going to. Yep. They're being discriminatory against white people. Sounds great. That's probably what, what you did. What I, <laughs> what I got from that article was, one, they weren't upset that she was white. They were upset that she didn't go oh, so he on probably campus. didn't even read the article. Exactly. He probably just saw she, the headline. She, right. <laughs> Um, she went to the uh, Virginia Beach location, so she wasn't even like on, on campus. campus. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then two, she wrote a letter to Obama talking about they shared similar experiences. Like, no, you are not the first black president of the fucking United States. You do not share the same experiences. Okay? Now. I did not know all that. I just thought. It was in the article. Upset. upset. I, didn't, I didn't pay much attention to it because yeah. I didn't really. Because he was at Hampton him. at that time. Yeah, I didn't care about her. I cared about the next, the lat, the one that previously, uh, Desiree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who I was like. I wish I could see her. <laughs> um, she was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me. I'll shoot my shot some other time. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're listening? Um, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> but another thing that I got from that article was homecoming. Oh yeah, homecoming was live. Cause I think they had um, Latoya Luckett. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they had Fabulous yep, there. Yep, that was my freshman year. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, I'm hella hyped. Jeremiah. <laughs> Using California slang to refer to Hampton. But, um, but I was hyped as shit. <laughs> like, for real though. And back to the DMV. Right? <laughs> I, I was hyped because, like, I went to a white school. The dances were killer. I had to make my own list of music and give it to the DJ to make sure that I had something to dance to with the high school dances, okay? Yeah, honestly, the lineups for music were so crazy my freshman year. It's like it made up for everything. Like, I got to see Kendrick, J. Cole. Kendrick was my year. Yeah, oh, that's right. That was your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, I got to see Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see J. Cole. I got to see Ryan Leslie. J. Cole, Ryan Leslie was uh, my sp- during the spring. Um, and nobody even knew who these dudes were. Kendrick came out before he was known. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he was. Well, nah, he wasn't that known. He wasn't that known, but he was known. He was known by that point. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, for the homecoming concert, we had Fabulous. That was all I needed. Mm-hmm. Fa- Fabulous was my dude. Although I think he's caught up in some shit right now. So I'm reserved saying any, <laughs> any like crazy positive things about him until I figure out what the fuck's going on. But in terms of his music, mm-hmm. I love me some Fab. That's my dude. In terms of his music, don't know, don't condone anything else that he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I just heard you know it might be some shit. So oh, okay. yeah. well, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was excited about. And then when I got to Hampton, all that beautiful blackness, mm, a like fine ass woman. That's, I mean, I was one of them, so I didn't really look <laughs> at that. But yeah, I, you can't help but look. It at was, that. it was just like the fine diversity person. of black people right that's what you really find out is like again 
Because mind you, and what I appreciate about appreciate mm-hmm. about Hampton is that we had people from every other region of the country. Yep. Like it wasn't predominantly Virginia. Like if anything, it was predominantly DMV. Maryland. Yeah, DC, Y-A-R-D. Maryland, exactly. But there was a lot of tri-state. Tri-state too was There's huge. There's a lot of uh, people from New York, people from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember. I remember hanging out like I remember freshman year. Oh shit, y'all about to take me back. <laughs> um, chilling. Actually, this was pre-college because I, I was allowed the opportunity to go to pre-college, which really sold me. Pre-college is kind of like high school day extended. <laughs> like for real, they really give you like all this nice shit, and then you have the campus to yourself, basically. Oh shit. So you have no other people, so you're just like it's all freshmen just chilling with a couple upperclassmen. I also went. See, that's cool because it's not people on campus. Right. I went because I was a uh, um like honors and AP, so they had honors visitation weekend, mm. and it was like it was in November, so people were on campus. Oh, that's um, a whole different side. And I stayed in um M M <laughs> M Moten. Yes, Moton. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I stayed I, in M. <laughs> yeah, I stayed in Moton Hall. You see what I got to deal with? I got to get context clues. Oh and, uh, whatever. Yeah. You know me, so you wouldn't to work. Piece together the puzzle <laughs> and shit to figure out what the hell she but, was saying. But, yeah, and, like, we was in the student center and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that was, like, an experience, too. But go ahead with your pre-college story. Pre-college was fucking lit. Mm-hmm. That's when uh, we had curfew, but it was like so fun. We really felt like little kids. Mm-hmm. Like running back to the mm-hmm. door. And just mm-hmm. like, yo, it felt amazing. Because we were, we still pretty much fresh out of high school. Yeah. So we were really young. So it's the summer college. before you go to... Yeah, summer before uh, you go into the fall semester for mm-hmm. your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was so good to meet people. I saw people from the uh, West Coast before I actually met Cells in pre-college. Oh, okay. Um, Marcel's the dude who, uh, brother out here in the Bay, from the Bay, who actually helped me out here, showed me things, you know, so appreciate that. Met him all the way back in pre-college, so <laughs> shout out to him. Um, but yeah, so I saw people from the West Coast out mm-hmm. there. Uh, I met TT out there. Uh, she was, um, you know, from the DMV and all, a couple other people from the DMV. Um, DMV? Yeah, yeah, y'all was, y'all was cool. Y'all was cool. <laughs> so I had my Jersey crew out there, obviously. All my people from Jersey. Yo, I love Jersey. And then Jersey I really too. got into, like, down south. That's where I really got in, like, engulfed in, like, the, the, the down south culture. Mm-hmm. Um, like, from real down south. And, I'm talking, like, you know, people from Florida. Uh-huh. Talk like that. <laughs> nah, I don't, oh, but, like, people, who, I uh-huh. couldn't understand what the fuck they were right, saying at right. first. Like, what the and hell? And what I loved about Hampton is not only during 12 to 2 did the DJs cater to the different regions, yeah, so we were learning yeah. their music, and therefore people were dancing to their music, but we also had freshman year Battle of the States. Battle of the States, which the North should have won every year, but anyway, I digress. Anyways, where they Especially showed... The year I played. Where they showed fashion, dance, uh, poetry, poetry artistry, art, singing. Playing instruments, like, you know, being able to play the piano and mm-hmm, the drums at the mm-hmm. same time, incorporating all that into your piece and then not being able to win because some clown got on the stage at the last minute who wasn't supposed to be there. <gasps> but I digress. Anyways, the I North should have won. I feel like North using Jersey slang, he's feeling salty. It's, you know what? You got that. but uh but yeah like you really got to see the different types of cultures from the different regions yeah where there was different food that people ate yeah like midwest midwest yeah (laughs) um midwest was saying some shit i ain't never heard of like restaurants like shake shack what the fuck was that (laughs) and then in and out (laughs) In and out. Yo, I've heard Coast. of Bojangles, but I never seen one. Yeah, I went down yeah. There. Bojangles is definitely down south. Yeah, yeah I was like, yo, what you don't have that shit up north. Hell no, we don't. And but. then what was another one? Um, something that was out there. Oh, cookout. Oh, cookout. Yeah, yeah. everybody used to go crazy with cookout. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all was a little too obsessed with cookout. Like, I'm like, it was all that. When Chipotle opened in <gasps> in uh. <laughs> See, DMV, we love our Chipotle. We are willing to stand in that line so, that's extended outside around the corner, okay? So we will stand Chipotle in that line. Was, like, it really did start popping off when we was in college. It did. So I didn't know shit about this but thing. But I knew it from Maryland. But that's what I'm saying. So um, <laughs> my sophomore year, the summer, going into my sophomore oh, year. Oh, you know what? No, it didn't stop. 
popping off in college. Maybe for you. For me, But yeah. it was, I was in high school eating that shit because I remember sneaking that into the movies. No. Because it was right there by the movies. Yeah, see, yeah. I didn't know nothing about that. So I'm guessing it started around that. that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the summer, going into my sophomore year, I remember I, I visited my boy Jeff who was at American University mm-hmm. in D.C. Hey, oh, shout well, out. Well, that's Kiara's that other, it's D.C. It's DC? That's okay. Kiara's other alum. Shout out to my niece. Oh, okay, cool. Our other alma mater. Um, so yeah, so I visited him. He was like, "Yo, you gotta try some Chipotle." I'm like, "What the fuck is that shit?" Everybody keep talking about this shit. Yo, let me try this shit. It's my true I love. tried it. Yo, <laughs> that shit was really, really good. My first one, I was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. okay, I see what the, the hype is about." Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we got to really experience the different types of black people, mm-hmm. and that was really interesting to see because again, not only do, do sometimes the bullshit of just society. It penetrates our own psyche like you know it makes us think like oh we're all the same sometimes too like mm-hmm. it even affects a monolith. us right oh black people can't be gothic oh black people can't nah, be punk we've seen so black much people stuff. can't be hippies black hippies yeah. all over the place dog exactly like there are different kinds of black people there's not one you being black is what makes it black right what, there, we, what we had was the combined experience of some type of discrimination or struggle even if we were oppression. unaware of it or not mm-hmm. and a lot of us became aware of it in at hampton so you had a community around you uh-huh. of people who understood what you were going through exactly. while you were even trying to exactly. figure it out exactly and what i loved i don't know if it came up in hampton it might have but the hashtag growing up black that also made me realize it might have been in, uh, in, grad, school, been in grad school, I think. but that also made me but realize. But by the time then, you had all the black friends on uh, Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I know, Twitter. right, right, right. But, um, but yeah, it's like that hashtag too, like showed me that we all been through the same shit, mm-hmm. you know, we just growing up culturally ex- wise. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And no matter the region, we shared like similar cultural experiences. Right. But with that, why is it important to go to a HBCU? Well, yeah, for that same reason I just said, like, we all go through things um, collectively as a people because of the system that we happen to be in. Um, so whether you're aware of that or not, because I know a lot of uh, a lot of black people who came from predominantly white institutions of education going yeah. into Hampton. Yeah, it was, so it's a it was split. It was split. Like, half of the people came from predominantly mm-hmm. white schools and half of the people came from predominantly black right, schools. Right, right. So it's a shell shock on both sides. Like, oh yeah, it was again, definitely much culture. Like how you're saying, like, oh, you didn't know there were this many different type of black people. Mm-hmm. Like that shit can like fuck like, you up. Like <laughs> yo, I met natural, natural, redheaded blacks. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy Malcolm. Sessions album out, fire. Go check that shit out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was crazy. I met people who could sing, who could dance, who could do poetry, who could do all types of stuff. I met fucking mathematician geniuses mm-hmm. <laughs> like all types of people but being in that environment and actually being exposed to all those different types of black people expands the way that you look at yourself um mm-hmm. and your own possibilities like before if you thought you were only had to be in this one lane because this was your black lane at your white school when you see other people in other lanes that are black you you look at it and you're like wait i can do these things or i do have a support system of other people who are trying to do what i'm trying to do who look like me, mm-hmm. you know? And then the teacher aspect. So Oh my important, God, man. oh my God. So Even important. though, especially in the STEM departments, we had a lot of white and Asian. Yeah. But. Oh my gosh, my biology teacher. I know, right? Like we, no, my biology teacher was black. But my math class, this Asian guy, and I'm like, oh. She was like straight from India. Like, like she, accent you know. Thick. She, she was like. She just got, not just got here, but I mean, like, she was the first fresh one. Fresh off the boat. Not fresh, but, like, you know, she's <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But the teachers I did have, like, especially in the psychology department, mm. oh, my God. Mm. I would be nowhere where I am mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Dr. Williams, um, uh, Dr. D- Lisa Hill, Dr. Lisa Hill, um, Dr. MC. <laughs> Dr. MC, who is... Gorgeous. Well, anyway, I'm getting distracted. <laughs> so um, the teachers, the professors were very much important to us. And also, like, there was an article that came out during grad school. Now, mind you, I went to a predominantly white mm-hmm. institution for grad school. I went to University of San Diego. So at that point, I was very much missing 
my HBCU culture. Hell yeah. One, my school didn't even have a band. I went to the football game like, why is it so quiet? <laughs> they have a band. Yo, that's really wet. Exactly. They said the school was too small and a lot of California schools don't have bands. I said, the fuck is this shit? Yes. But anyway. That's fucking terrible. Right? I didn't even know that was a thing. I know. That's why I was like, the fuck? Even and high school bands got ex- shit. Exactly, 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 ex- ex- fucking exactly. <laughs> so, I was missing my, and um, my PWI was very um, spread out. There was no Community. central location mm. where everybody could come That's together. Like student at the center, student baby. center at Hampton two. University. You yes. already know, 22. Yes, exactly. So there was like no sense of community, no sense of community there. So I was very missing my HBCU culture. And this article came out that was saying black students at PWIs could have the same experience as black students at HBCUs. No, there was an uproar. No, (laughs) like, no, it's totally different. Like the environment at PWIs are specifically and historically intended to serve those populations. Mm-hmm. So while those institutions were made for white people, they have to make adjustments exactly. to include black people. Exactly. HBCUs were designed for black people mm-hmm. and can make adjustments for other white students or other students if they want to, but it's designed for you. It's mm-hmm. for you exactly. intentionally. Exactly. So Meaning, you are already in freshman line. year. You know what I got from my dorm director? Mm. We got a headscarf and a fucking brush. <laughs> and I still am wearing this headscarf right now. Wow. Okay. Did not know that. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> this it, shit lies. It's durable. <laughs> right? I don't know where the brush is though. But uh, uh, I got the scarf. But yeah. Like, they knew us. And I didn't. And people say, oh, that's not the real world. Yes, motherfucker. You have to spend the rest of your life being (laughs) black in America. So why not take four years off? And honestly, it gives you a vision of what could be as you build your own community. I forgot. I would go to Walmart in Hampton. And Mm. mind you, Hampton and Oakland was majority black anyway. Mm. But when I went to Walmart, I was like, oh, yeah, there are white people. (laughs) Right. Like it was like a like going to a majority brown country. Right. It's nice. And it's totally different. The representation is different. The mm-hmm. things that you are fed are different. Like for instance, in my English class, we had books that we had to read that were by black authors. Mm-hmm. Okay? We had subjects that had no relation to history and we were learning black history. Like math like English because I was I got my BA in broadcast journalism <laughs> with a minor in English and psychology mm-hmm. I right. took a class called black psychology taught by you remember her name I don't Leona what's her last name um why am I blanking on her last name I'll figure I'll figure it out um Leona Johnson. That's from Leona Johnson. Oh, yeah. Duh, Johnson. I was, that's why I'm like, why am I blanking on her last name when I was black as fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to her, too. I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it nowhere. Shout out to the black women of the psychology department at HU, the real HU, Hampton University. Howard. You want to talk about Howard? Shoot. So, there's a lot of news <laughs> about <segue>. Howard. <laughs> there's a lot of news about Howard. Although, a couple Bitch weeks ago. Bitch, have my money. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, was a lot of news about Hampton. Yeah, so we can't throw too much shade. Exactly. But you know it's our job to do it. Because that's know, what we do. We're that's like, our rival. We're like, exactly. It's all love, but, we gotta, all fuck, love. but we gotta fuck with each other. Exactly. We gotta do it. It's exactly. just, it's, it's tradition. It's, it's a So anyways, get, y'all about to get, y'all Y'all had y'all shots in when it, it was our turn. Cool. We'll take that. Now. So if you don't to, know. Time to load up. Know. I'm on. Go ahead. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. <laughs> so. <sighs> Don't call Tyrone. Don't call Tyrone. Because Tyrone... The scammers is out. <laughs> stealing your financial aid. <laughs> Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he really got off with, what was it, almost like half a million? Yeah. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. 
damn, to be out here living and, his best life. An Instagram model, yo, that one <laughs> where he's jumping up yo. in the air. He's I'm like, in the air like Mary Poppins, like just floating. <laughs> yo, that was that, that nigga got some balls. Yo, <laughs> like the fact that he just stole all that money. Mm-hmm. But for real. That does lead me to want to talk about like the leadership aspects of HBCUs. Hampton included. Hampton definitely included. Because Hampton and... just had, I don't know if y'all know about Hampton, yeah. but they had this big to-do where the, the students that are currently there were calling out administration for, um, they had like mold going on in the dorms and classrooms. Subpar food, which has been yeah. part of that, their tradition for decades. Yeah. And I don't get it because we know they can fucking cook. Right. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, they be hooking they be that hooking shit that up. They'll be lying down the street, round the corner for that food. So you gotta come early. I don't know if it's like a. I don't care. I don't the rest of the year. Is. Yeah, but and y'all we gotta did stop that. we did have fried chicken Wednesdays, which I so appreciated having hot sauce on the table. Like, <laughs> you don't have to go get it. It was just on the See, table that you went it's to. It's little things like this. I appreciate it. Little I need some like hot that. sauce like, on my collar. It's the nuances of of the system within your, like, again, why is hot sauce on the table already? Because they're thinking of you. That's within the system already. Little shit like that is mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Appreciate it. But, um, but yeah, so, and then, like, the students were calling out the administration. The administration wasn't listening to them. Um, so. As usual. Yeah, so there and like when I went to Hampton, freshman year was cool. After that, I kind of hated it because it was <laughs> it was stereotypically black, like the the HU run around. Yeah, that shit annoying as fuck. You know, like and you know, financial aid. They don't ever pick up the phone. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. Like nigga, you be I'm in the slacking. office. I know y'all ain't doing it. Right. Somebody needs to check on HU's financial aid. I ain't gonna throw no shade, but if that can happen at Howard, mm-hmm. it damn sure could be happening at Hampton. Mm-hmm. Somebody out here scamming, right? But um, but check it out. But yeah, so definitely some changes need to be made. Yes. Um, biggest changes I see really are some of the older faculty who are holding on to traditions mm-hmm. or practices that don't make any sense in the present. Exactly. Like. I don't know if this is still the case, but we weren't on all electronic stuff mm-hmm. like in terms of our records at Hampton. Oh, yo. Everybody was jealous of Scripps because Scripps had two Mac labs. Right. Whereas, like, the Science and Technology Center did not have a Mac lab. See how, like, that doesn't, that's not good. You know, that's that doesn't even Mind make Mind you, Scripps sense. was journalism. The journalism school had two Mac labs. So, yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Uh, stuff like that, like just putting the resources where they need to be, mm-hmm. listening to students, and addressing the fucking rape problem on campus. Yo, yo. let's let's this is be real with but it. But even but even that, and I think we talked about it in one of our last episodes. Like, okay, one HBCUs are known for visitation, aka there is none. <laughs> like right. you have to sign in, you can't spend the night, you don't even have like there a couple of extended so, hours on right. the weekends. So, but we may need to rethink. I think this is a no-brainer. Rethinking this whole restriction, trying to make it harder for them to have access to each other, so they don't have sex, and really try to create safeguards where it's safe for them to have. Like, sex. and I, and I said, because we're in fucking college. Exactly, we are adults. What the fuck? We are fucking adults. We're, we've been having happen? sex in high school. What right. the fuck so, makes you think? And then it's like it's a part of college. What do you think's going to happen? Drinking and sex is a part of college like it just is okay so why not why try to hide from it why try to restrict it and punish people right. versus up, just openly talking right. about set it set up something that's safe and secure exactly. so that they have a place where if some shit does go wrong like if you have a place like um my friend she mm-hmm. went to i think jmu james madison university okay. in fucking virginia apparently wait hold up is this her Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's another white friend who went to white school. But they had, like, taxis, on-campus taxis that they could call if they were drunk so they could get home safely. Right. So something like that, having, like, a, a, a system set up so that if some shit goes wrong, they have a place to turn to where they don't feel like they're being judged. Exactly. Shamed. Or shamed or fucking denigrated for any of the exactly. things that they did. Like, it's college. People are going to make mistakes. So you would... My thing is setting up a place where you're not shaming them mm-hmm. and pointing them out and putting them out as, as like a fucking, like a, a fucking 
monster of the village type exactly, shit. Exactly. It's rather like coming in and embracing them and saying, it's okay, we got you. Mm-hmm. We know that this is a time where you're trying to grow or you might be going through some shit. So we're going to help you out through this troubling time um, and show you the way that other people have gotten out and succeeded through their classes exactly, and, and exactly. got off to college. You know what and, I mean? And I, I had said to you, I don't know if it was on a podcast, but I had said to you before that my freshman year, they had someone like an outside person come mm. and talk to us about sex um, and basically oh, be really? saying, don't do it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember having that conversation. It was in Twitter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. In was this the shit that they did? You know how Dr. Emmett has those fucking slides at the beginning of the year? No, it wasn't like a mass thing. It was in the dorm. Oh. Yeah. So, and this was in Twitchell. And uh, my dorm director stepped outside of like the, the conference room type of thing. So the woman could give us condoms. Because our dorm director was like, I can't see this. Damn. But, but I'm like... That shit needs to go. Yeah, that's guys. In white schools, condoms are like everywhere. Like, oh, here's a condom. Here's a condom. You get free condoms because they know we're having sex. Which is fucking obvious. We're fucking adults. In in college, y'all? Exactly. (laughs) Respect to those who weren't fucking in college. Exactly. Shout out to you. If that was your choice. If that was not your choice, I'm sorry. <laughs> but either way, my point is you wanted to, right? You probably had some pent up energy and was probably going through some things, mm-hmm. which is my point. We need to put in safeguards mm-hmm. so that people can do what they're naturally going to do, explore themselves exactly. in their mind, talk their about their sex, spirit, talk about consent, talk about all that shit, and then have a safe place for them to actually be able to practice and explore what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Because that's what college is, exploring who they are. We're going to do it. That includes sexually. Exactly. We're going to do it. So y'all need to just get, and and I talked about this, I think, last episode, was that they treat us like children. Yeah, that that shit needs to stop. And while I appreciate it in some aspects, because the black students at my PWI said that wasn't their home, that was just a place where they're getting a piece of paper, and I truly felt like Hampton was my home, and the the students and the staff were my family. Right, I agree. So there is a difference. But there, there's, you know, there's limitations to how much of a parent I need. My parents were still coming to Hampton, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so we lived in Maryland, it was four hours away. We had family in the area; they were there. <laughs> yeah, not, not mine, 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 not so much. Yeah, they, they pretty much like. You good? You good? Just call. No, my <laughs> parents had trouble letting go. So shout out to them, I love them, but yeah. So, <laughs> uh. Yeah, they they were too much of a parent, and Hampton just needs to let go of. And this is the thing, because I think, uh, and this happens with a lot of debates now. And I'm really tired of shit. I mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably tired of hearing me saying it, but uh, black and white fucking thinking. It's yeah. like they think just because we're trying to change certain things that we're trying to change the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to change the traditions of this whole institution. Nah, bro. We just trying to get some better food, address rape on campus and mm-hmm. make sex. Not such a scary thing or a scary topic to talk about. But I will say, I will say with the parties, like Hampton was a party school. We had parties um, but every it, Saturday. But that's what I mean. But that's good. That mm-hmm. was a system set in place so mm-hmm. that people had parties on campus. So that they were like run by the organizations exactly. on campus. So every Saturday you had a school sponsored party. Exactly. So that way you're not always going out off campus doing mm-hmm. other shit with mm-hmm. other people who might not have your best interest at heart. Exactly. Or if some shit does happen, you're off campus and you don't know who's there. Mm-hmm. You don't know any of the people there. Mm-hmm. You don't know any of the security guards or anybody that can if help there you. Is security. Yeah, there is security. But that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's... That was a great idea, mm-hmm, a great mm-hmm. system. That's the perfect example, and it can be used mm-hmm. as another example of what you could do when it comes to sex or other things. Mm-hmm. Set up systems where it's like, this is vegetation weekend, mm-hmm. every weekend at this time, from this point in time, whatever. Like That way you can set it up so it's in the morning or some other shit so it's not so dangerous. Or if you have night, you have a night pass. Certain, You know, you get so, so many ideas where you can make but, things but, way better. But I think it's the conversation, having the conversation. Because even around the parties, people would get fucking wasted. Yes. People would be yes, showing up would. with no clothes on. And it's like... <laughs> yes, they would. Yes. So instead of punishing <laughs> Memories. that... Instead of punishing that, just having a conversation. Right. But 
they're not really willing to have that conversation because it's like that's our era. We party, especially as young kids, because I'm I'm not partying as much anymore. Yeah, but not at all. but as <laughs> but as you know, young adults, nineteen to twenty one, we're fucking partying. Yes, that's college. Exactly. I we're know they drink. say it's a dry campus. And I don't say I'm not saying it doesn't have to be a dry campus, but since People you know, drink. right? Since you know your quote unquote dry campus ain't gonna stay dry, exactly. set up the precautions. Exactly. Talk about alcohol. Talk about knowing your limits. Knowing what influence alcohol has on you. Like actually having a conversation and not be shaming about it. Right. Because we're gonna drink. I fucking drink. The most I drank was probably freshman year. No, that's a lie. No. I mean, I didn't drink all my freshman year. I didn't. I started spring semester of freshman year. I started hmm, sophomore year. I just forgot what time. When I went time. Uh, it was probably after I got my 4.0. <laughs> Celebration. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, I think I started drinking more when I had a, uh, an apartment in the Harvest. Yeah. Yup. That's when I started drinking more. That's, that's. I had my own apartment, nigga. Like Hell you ain't man. you ain't doing I had my fucking checks my in my room. Up, I pay fucking rent. <laughs> Shit, my graveyard was looking nice. Hey. But um that's, oh, that's yeah, that's <laughs> Damn, I love this conversation because it had me reminiscing. Right? <laughs> uh so if you haven't been to an HBCU, check it out. They definitely, you know, have their their bumps, but I don't think that's a reason to not go to them. I think that yeah. that's a reason to, to talk to them, them right. about improving. Right. Because again, this environment is something you're never going to get again. These are our institutions. This is what I'm saying. Like you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like exactly. these institutions have great systems set in place. Mm-hmm. We just need to tweak some and, and very and get much rid of prideful some. too. Right. Like I'm very much, even though like I had my ups and downs with Hampton, I'm very much prideful of being a Hampton university alumna. Oh, and yeah. That also, like, includes me in the HBCU network. Right. Like, I know so many people from other HBCUs, mm-hmm. and it's not even like, oh, you ain't go to Hampton, you know, oh, you, you, you're lower than me. No, it's right. like, it was... I went to Hampton, shout out, but you HBCU, so right. that's love. That's love. I don't have that with other PWIs. No. <laughs> right, that's so true. That's, no. Again, it kind of is like, you just went to the school, you got your degree, and then you got a career like with other schools mm-hmm. there isn't a sense of family because mm. how often does again are there communal events like 12 to 2 in mm-hmm. other schools mm-hmm. there aren't and that's what that's the point that's the point we're really trying to make is it has something special about it because it was built for us exactly and that's beautiful but we need to tweak it because times have changed mm-hmm. and we just need to make sure that we change accordingly with the times holding on to things that are dear to us but you know changing things according to what needs to be changed based on what's going on around us. And with that, just because you are in the Bible Belt does not mean you have to act accordingly. Because I felt very isolated going to a school that was, I mean, black people are majority Christian. I also went to a school in the South in the Bible Belt, so it was very much Christian-oriented. But it's like, as I was deciding that I was not a Christian, it was very isolating for me, which is why I had to get the fuck up out of there. Mm-hmm. To explore more of myself. I agree. I am much more com- comfortable with um, spiritually. I feel like more at peace mm-hmm. since I've been on the West Coast. Yeah. Especially uh, in Oakland with the African spirituality. Right. Because I feel like there's actually not a pressure. Mm-hmm. He, out here, I don't think there's like a pressure of Christianity. Like, Yeah. It's it, like people are Christian, but yeah, it's I like them. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more like here there's a respect, a mutual respect mm-hmm. of what religion you are like faith or whatever faith or spirituality it's like it may not be you know practiced by you but it's like oh you do that cool and then you just keep it pushing Mm -hmm. there you know on the east coast i feel like there was more of a it's very shaming if you're not yeah even if they didn't say it and they were trying to be nice no i've been i've been told i was going to hell oh well yeah i mean yeah there's always people like that yeah those are the people that are probably going to hell if there is one. <laughs> <laughs> you first, buddy. Right. You are definitely I'm first. Like, how am I going to in a place that I don't believe in? But anyway. <laughs> um That's another podcast idea. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely feel like, you know, definitely room for change. Yeah. Change it up, switch it up, make it better. But I would I do not regret going to an HBCU. Not at all. Best decision I've probably ever made in my life. Exactly. One of the best. One mm-hmm. of the best. 
I will say that I got accepted into. I only applied to two schools, y'all. I applied to Spelman University or Spelman. Yeah, sorry, Spelman College and Hampton University, and I got accepted into both. Um, and I think it came down to a difference in major of why I decided to go to Hampton versus Spelman. But uh, it was only HBCU for me. That was the only option. Oh, crap. About the Black Ivy Leagues. The reason I chose one of those is because I was still conditioned. Because I was like, they're not going to respect, white people are not going to respect that I went to an HBCU. Yeah, I thought that too. I so let I had, me go I had to, to go to the highest Let me go to the HBCU. highest HBCU, uh, yeah. So still that conditioning was there, unfortunately. And that cost me a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. Although, again, yeah. no real regrets because I was going to pay cheap. back these fucking loans anyway. Fuck exactly. Me. I got my education. What do I need to pay you back for? <laughs> Hopefully, the IRS and Great Exes are listening. <laughs> I mean, they are. Anyway. <laughs> I hope to be on that level. Because we say the fucking truth. So, anyways. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Did you have any other things to say? No, nah, I'm good. I, I had a good time with this conversation because it had me thinking about my old days, my wild HBCU Hampton days. I still want to go to a Howard's homecoming. I have not been. I actually haven't been either. I went to um, A&T. A&T is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, again, shout out to them. I, was, I, I probably wouldn't went to that school. And see, also, like, um, after graduation, a lot of people were going to, like, you know, communal events. So, like, Afropunk or Essence or, like, different, like, festivals that were black-oriented. And, of course, there's going to be a lot of HBCU alum there, mm-hmm. you know. So, still having that family. So, I definitely think once I get more money, probably once I'm licensed, um, I'll start traveling more and just to be in that environment. And I'll be able to go to the, like, homecomings and stuff. But I'm getting old and I want to party, so I got to do it quick. <laughs> yeah, yo. After you hit, um, I don't know where the bump is. 25 is like after 25. It's like, you, I think your you body start, start hurting more. <laughs> I mean, I don't really hurt. Like, just no, I work out and shit. I be hurting. Um, I just, my mind is more like, I could be doing something else. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's more of it. It's yeah. more like, I don't feel like it in my, uh. Not in my body, but my mind, mm-hmm. my soul. I'm like, nigga, get out of here. <laughs> and see, I also, I also felt at Hampton, I was too pro-black for the black kids. What pro-black kids were you hanging out with? I wasn't. That's oh, what I'm saying. I you felt, need to find them. There were I, some. I felt like I was too pro-black for the black students at the HBCU. Oh, no. You need to find your tribe. Yeah. You didn't. Everybody was like, there she go. <laughs> Which was interesting. Well, all right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. It's been a beautiful morning with you as we're mm-hmm. reminiscing about our love, Hampton University, our home alma mater, sea. Home by the Sea, um, HIU, HBCU grad, HBCU love, just hashtag all this, all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful Easter if you do celebrate. And that could also mean celebrating the spring rejuvenation and rebirth. Just coming together with other black people. All respect, all love. Exactly. And uh, have a beautiful day. This your girl, Rocky. And your boy, Oh. We out of here. Peace.